All right, here we are, another episode, Forge Father FM. I'm with my man, Adam, and it is Christmas Eve. So we are both prepping for for Christmas time. So it sounds like you you guys are going to do a little traveling around just remotely. Well, I guess rather close. You're not going anywhere far. It's most of your family's just right around where you are, Adam. Yeah, yeah. Good good portion of our family is pretty close within an hour. So we're going to say hi to a couple of grandparents um, from the driveway, drop off a gift, say Merry Christmas later today. And then small gathering tomorrow at my parents' house, um, which will be nice. And just uh, with a few people that we've been hanging out with all year. So we'll have one gathering instead of the three or four or five like we normally do on any other year. Yep. 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 Same thing for us. We actually had to miss out on our second Christmas last night. We were supposed to have it with my wife's uh, side, her dad. However, we had like a little blizzard come through, so they weren't going to travel. They're they're about an hour away from where we are, so any sort of driving, you know, on the highway was uh, highly highly uh, restricted during the blizzard. So obviously, we missed out on that. But we did did get to see my parents last weekend for uh, our first Christmas. So I haven't seen them since July. So that was nice to see my parents, and then. Oh, wow. Normal, normal Christmas tomorrow, just family. So no traveling or anything like that. So should be good. Should be good. Yeah. What do you guys, uh, what do you guys typically do for, uh, food? So Christmas Eve, uh, it depends. I've got my side of the family. We've got, uh, an Italian side. So, um, Sicilian. So we'll, you know, we'll do more sauce and meatballs and that, that whole feast thing. Um, Courtney's my wife's family. She's uh, Polish, so they do the pierogies and a bunch of uh, you know different sort of feast. But either way, it's kind of whoever side of the family we hang out with on Christmas Eve. It's a big pig out session. So, oh yeah, it's going to be you know tonight. It'll just be us at home doing the doing the pierogies and stuff. But it'll be a little more laid back and not as crazy. Yeah, a little yeah. less a little less beer than normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, this year we're deciding to do something a little different. Uh, one of my wife's good friends, uh, she she's her brother owns like a meal prep company here in town, and uh, so they're doing like this big special like Christmas feast. At first, I was like, "No, nah, let's make our own food," and then she showed me the menu, and I was like, "All right, we got to try this stuff." So they're delivering it tonight, and we just literally heat it up and warm it up tomorrow, and eat it so it's like a full course meal so everything dessert main main meat i think i think it's uh it's some sort of steak steak combination so it looks pretty dang good so i'm looking forward to that so uh and i'm my guess is you know we got it for i think it feeds uh six six people so it's just me and my wife my wife's mom and then my daughters they're not going to eat they never eat anything. I'm I'm surprised they are even functioning with they typically eat just chocolate, yogurt and mac and cheese. That's about it. So there'll will, there will be plenty of leftovers that I'll be able to feast on. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So um so looking in today's episode, we we thought we'd chat about upcoming new year here we are christmas time so the new year is upon us 
um, figured we'd talk about our big goals. I know you're still kind of piecing your goals together, but um, figured I would dig into mine. I think it's something important to do, you know, just get it out there into the universe, so to speak. So you make it a little yeah. bit more real and you create, create some more uh, pressure and leverage for yourself to, you know, make it happen. So Absolutely. Um, you want to start off, you want to start off What what's one of your, your big uh, focuses for this coming uh, 2021? Well, uh, as an athlete, I would say my biggest event that I really hope will happen um, a little out of my control is uh, running my first Spartan ultra. Yeah. So, and uh, signed up for May 1st out in Montana. So it'll be a mountain ultra, just a absolute grind, you know, 30 miles. I don't know what it is. If it's like 60 obstacles, some ridiculous. Yeah. Amount. 60. Yeah. Yep. Typically 60 for the ultra. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just, I want to be, I've got to get that buckle. So I do it, run it, complete it. Um, I had a little note there that, uh, if you're running it with me, I got to beat you too. So <laughs> there you go. There you that's go. the, uh, you know, that's like the cherry on the top. If I can pull that one off. That won't be too hard to do with my running, with my running ability, but I'll just, I'll have to get you on the obstacle somehow. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, that's one of my main goals too is uh you know run the ultra in montana really looking forward to it um one of the things that excites me a lot about the spartans is just like the location so like being out there pretty much in the middle of nowhere you know remote area you're out in the wilderness it's it's pretty cool like at different points in the race you just kind of stop to really take it in yeah and uh you know you're going through some pain and you're you know, pushing yourself, but then you're just like, wow, like what would I, what would I rather be doing right now? I mean, there's a lot more worse things out there that I could be doing right now than out here running this race. Right. So definitely look forward to that. And yeah, really don't know what to expect as far as like the terrain. Cause I mean, running it in Dallas, uh, the first ultra that we did a couple of years ago, um, I wouldn't say the, the course definitely wasn't easy. It definitely had some steep climbs and they did have kind of like a mountainous terrain that you, that you went up. And, but for Montana, I mean, Montana just has very unforgiving terrain. So yeah, uh, it'll be, uh, it'll be exciting to take that on and um, why not ask for a, a tough challenge? You know, I'd, I'd much rather have it be a tough challenge than you know, go run one in, in the desert, you know, flat. Right. So, but um, the other thing uh, with that, time-wise, I am putting a little bit more pressure on myself with this instead of just saying, hey, let's finish it. Um, and this might be going above and beyond, but I, I want to finish it under nine hours. Uh, but factoring in like the terrain and all that, maybe maybe it might be a better 10-hour goal. You know what I mean? So, But we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. Cause I was just above nine hours with the ultra in Dallas. So I'm thinking, um, going into this one with a little bit better plan knowing, uh, and I'll, I'll just like the middle of the race, you like you run one whole loop and then you run, you basically run the, the, the beast twice. The beast yeah. is like 15, 15 miles. And then 
the ultra will have like an extra piece that you run the first lap through. And then the second time through, you don't, you don't follow that piece. But in the middle you get, you get a rest. Um, like they let you rest. Um, you just have to get halfway through the race at a certain cutoff. Like if you, if you're past the cutoff, they're like, Oh, you're done. Sorry. But, um, you get in through the cutoff. I think the big mistake that I made, I just waited around too long. Cause what happens is your body starts to cool off a little bit. That's when you start to cramp. Yeah. Cause your body, your body kind of <laughs> goes into like recovery mode. So this year, um, when we do that, I'm just going to literally stop. I might just have a change of clothes or something like that. Change real quick, hydrate, maybe get a little tiny bite to eat and I'm back off. I'm definitely not going to be sitting around again. Like I, I did it in Dallas cause it was like a mile into the second lap. Like that's when the cramps started. Um, and there's like some old dude like passed me and he's like, how long were you in the waiting area? I was like, ah, about 30 minutes. He's like, that, that was your mistake. You should have just, should have just kept going, man. I was like, good advice. Good advice. So <laughs> now I yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, certainly looking forward to that. So that's, you know, a big one. And we missed out on this past year's, you know, um, ultra in California, which I was really looking forward to that. And then obviously COVID really messed things up there. So who knows, who knows what's going to happen in this new year, but I think with the vaccine out now, um, I know quite a few people that are, you know, traveling for their job again. So I, I feel like by May things should be leveled out quite a bit and we should be all right. So I hope so. Only time will tell. Yeah. Only time will tell. So, yeah. So that's at, that's that's one of the top goals for you as far as athlete. Uh, what else you got going on? What other big goals you got for yourself? Well, again, and this you know this is another kind of COVID dependent one. But I really, after sitting at home all year and not uh, not getting out as a as a dad and a husband, just want to get the family out on a vacation away yep. from the house. So yep. um, that's definitely a big goal don't have a specific plan for that yet, but definitely got to get a little more family quality time outside of the house. Yes. <laughs> for a extended period of time. I would have to add that to my list. I, I shared my top six earlier in the week um, with the newsletter and whatnot, but uh, we, we missed out on a big family vacation and actually we were going to piggyback on the ultra run. So went, we were going to be out in California. We were going to do our uh, Spartan Brotherhood weekend with with the Forge Father, and then I was just going to drive um, to let's see, what is it, Disneyland out there in Cali? I want to yep. say my my wife and daughters were going to fly out a couple days after the race. Plan was to meet them out there, and we were going to go to Disneyland and all that stuff. And then obviously, you know, things fell through on that. So yeah, definitely want to. My wife and I had been looking at a couple different spots and again dependent on travel you know that type of stuff so and we got another baby coming so we'd like to get a maybe a quick getaway before things get too crazy with that so yeah um, so yeah but yeah i definitely agree with that one but um definitely more date nights uh, are going to be mm -hmm. scheduled in um mm -hmm. my wife and i had been able to pick up on those just uh we had her birthday, my birthday, our anniversary. So we got, we got out for, for those, but definitely need to uh, schedule those in more often have like a, 
a monthly goal of, you know, at least two date nights a month, you know? So I feel that's, that's, that's a good one to shoot for, for everybody. Yeah. That's huge. So, yeah. yeah. What else, uh, what other big goals you got your mindset on? Um, thinking more on the financial producer side of things, getting some debt paid off by the end of next year between student loan debt and which we're really pushing for to get done by the end of that year. Yeah. Um, that'll be huge. Um, we only have, we have, we have one, just one son, Henry, and he's going to be finishing up daycare, um, the end of the summer next year. So just not having that monthly <laughs> mortgage payment, you know, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be great. So we're really just pushing to get ourselves in a great financial spot by the end of the year. So 2022, we can, um, you know, just be in a great spot. Yeah. Heck yeah. Dude, childcare is no joke, man. <laughs> yeah, I was just talking to my uh, my barber, who he's he's a member in my gym, and uh, we we got to talking because they're he's due for another one, so this is gonna this is gonna be their third. He's having a boy. He has two daughters right now, so he's having a boy. And yeah, we were just talking because our daughters, our oldest daughters, all went to the same uh, like preschool. And it's more of like a developmental school. So it's like a Montessori uh, school. And it's certainly worth what you get. But holy cow. It's like, yeah, it's like a, yeah. another mortgage or a couple more car payments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a very a very expensive car payment. Yeah, a nice, nice yeah. car. Yeah. yeah, Very nice car. So it, it is no joke, man. But yeah, looking at ways that you can save and, you know, or invest. Always, uh, always big goals there. So, mm -hmm. um. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, uh, for me, another goal that I would bring up, we got the CrossFit Open. They, they announced the CrossFit Open is going to be different this year. So they're changing it up a little bit. So instead of like a five-week um, open, which I really agree with this one. I like it. It's three weeks now, so it's shorter. Five weeks, I thought it was good. But man, once you got into like week four, it's like, especially when you have a gym and if you are trying to really compete within the open, that's like five weeks of just stress. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's fun, but you're, you're adding a little bit of extra stress on that too. So they've shortened that down to three weeks. And then I believe you make it out of the three weeks. I think there's another three week round. And then you go on to like for masters, you go on to like the qualifying online qualifier. So my goal for that is just, uh, obviously i'm still training hard my mind isn't uh committed to like making it to the games or anything like that i'm pretty realistic with that right now i mean the pool of guys that are in the masters division 30 35 to 39 there's some freaking studs and i just i know i'm not in the top 10 of those guys so but i am going to shoot for the top 50. i definitely feel like i can compete and uh, get within the top 50. that would be a, a pretty big accomplishment for myself with that so just another uh little athletic goal to keep me keep me going there uh thought i would set that for myself and um uh, see what we can get done i i have signed up uh so last year in february and this is this is really when it all started i remember going to this crossfit competition it was a uh uh partner competition right when i got back that's when things really seemed to kind of get weird with the whole uh covid 
because I remember going to that competition and I mean, it was normal. Like everybody's, I mean, it was a normal event. Nobody had masks on. So I'm sure this year is going to be way different. Like you're probably going to have to wear a mask walking around and then maybe, maybe even wear a mask on the competition floor. I don't know, but uh, signed up for that in February. So we got to, we got to defend our title. Me and me and my, my buddy, he's, he's from Iowa. He's, he's a CrossFit gym owner. And uh, we go back, we we've competed against each other for, for years leading up to. And so um, we got to defend the title. So that's fun. That'll be fun. Those, those competitions are always good. So, but yeah, just having things in. And I talked about this last night because I was having a conversation with uh, another dad. He's not in the forge father yet, but that was like the missing piece for him. And the word complacency popped up so many times. He's just like, and in fact, he, he's like, uh, we were joking about it. Cause he's like, I'm just sick of this dad bod. I'm just, I've been so complacent. And I was like, ah, oh, you got complacency bod is what you got. Not dad bod. It's complacency bod. And he's like, dude, you hit the nail right on the head. And I think that's what happens is guys just lose, lose that desire to push themselves because they don't have anything to push for. So, um, I guess since we're here talking about goals and, you know, looking at, you know, the athlete side of us, producer side, all that type of stuff. Like it's going to, you know, I think it's so important to get very, very clear on what it is that you're wanting to achieve. So you have that fire lit underneath your ass to push you. So you don't get complacent, you know? So I think um, another goal that I've set for myself, just from like an aesthetic side, which is just obviously going to drive compliance with, you know, the nutrition side of things. And, um, consistency with training, sleep, you know, hydration, all that is just to maintain like 10 and a half percent body fat for me is where I'd like to stay. Um, I think with how I fuel myself right now, it's, it's interesting because I can stay around that level. I don't have to strict diet or anything like that. Like I don't have to really watch things like super close unless I'm really trying to dial things in crazy. But, um, so I've set that goal for myself as well. Um, I got an in body scale now so I can check that uh, throughout the year to really keep me accountable. So, um, but yeah, what other, do you, do you got any other athletic based goals? We talked about producer, what else you got going on there? Yeah. Yeah. I guess getting more on the nitty gritty with the athletic. I mean, I've, uh, I'll be turning 40 in a couple months. So, you know, I've had some goals building up towards that ultimate, you know, being ready for the, um, for the Spartan ultra. And so I wanted to keep my body fat down, keep that below 11% by my 40th birthday. That's, that's part one. Um, I've got some, I want to be able to handle my body weight. Cause all those, all of those obstacles that we're going to be hitting, I got to be able to, yeah. I want to be doing burpees all day <laughs> going through that yeah. and running a mountain. So, um, I've got some body weight gauntlet goals to hit. I want to get to the warrior level on, across the board on body weight gauntlet. Um, I put down that I want to hit sub 50 minute Murph vested. Um, and that's go. by my birthday as well. So, so there's going to be some, um, and, and one mile time. I wanted to get below 645 on my mile. Yeah. So, so I've kind of got that speed and, and body weight, uh, thing going on for the next few months and it's gonna go beyond the birthday as well obviously i want to be able to continue to handle my body weight all year long 
hopefully there's a bunch more Spartan races beyond just the ultra um, throughout yeah. the year. So yeah, absolutely. That will, yeah, that brings up, yeah. no, that will, that, that, you go ahead. Oh, uh, you were talking about burpees doing burpees during the race. Okay. Like, yeah, it just yeah. adds insult to injury basically. But, um, that, that makes me think about just, I need to practice with the spear. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> I need to, I need to create, I need to create a spear because that at the ultra, I, I only missed one, uh, one uh obstacle it was the uh the ring and rope and i just made a stupid mistake like on that the key is, is you just gotta go like don't don't try to like wait and swing and uh yeah. on the very end right before the bell is like a rope and uh my grip just slipped and uh that and just being fatigued from running for eight and a half hours but uh gosh that pisses you off and then right after that that obstacle was a freaking it's they they strategically put that damn spear right there because it's like most people are missing that ring and rope obstacle and then they got to go to the spear and so hadn't missed any obstacles up to that point boom back to back and it's like you're just doing burpees and you're just like all pissed off you know so <laughs> that that's really funny because the um, the Killington Beast that I did, it was basically the same at the end, except it was reverse. So first you got to the spear, and by that point, all the crowds are around, so they can mm -hmm. so everyone's seeing you do this at this point. You're not kind of by yourself, or you know, just with a couple of other Spartans around. You got everyone in the in the camp looking at you, including my wife who was uh, filming me. <laughs> so she's cheering me on, and I get to the spear throw, and I whipped it. Did my burpees and then yeah, fifty feet later, it was that same rig with like yep. it was like three different the the rings the yeah and then and then that rope right before the belly. Right. Same thing. I got to the rope and my hands just went right down to yep. the ground. And yeah, and I think across. they trick you because I remember they got like ring, ring, rope, and then it's like a bar, which you climb across the bar, and then it's just like kind of ring rope. And there's a ring at the very end, but the rope is like closer to you. So you're like, ah, I'll just grab the rope. But it's like, literally like, you're not going to be hold, you're not going to hold on to that rope. Like you're just not. And so, yeah, you just actually just swing through the rope and grab the ring on the other side of it and you'll be good. Cause that, that's what I did the first time. And it was easy. And the second time, for whatever reason, I was just like, you know what? I think I'll grab that rope and then I'll reach over to the ring really quick. And, you grab the rope and you just, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Now, if there was like a knot, if they had like a knot on the bottom of the rope, I think it would work. But I mean, unless your grip is just insane and you're like a, a, a climber and you climb a lot, I think you could probably make it happen. But man, swinging one arm, holding onto just a rope, like that's, that's pretty hard. And the rope that's is only like what, like probably six inches long, you know, hanging so but uh yeah so live and learn live and learn right so yeah. we've got ultra race goals uh you mentioned uh so some of the ascension goals so yeah that's this year i, I definitely want to make that happen as far as achieving savage level i got everything across the board as far as um like body weight gauntlets uh strength metrics i have to get the mile run I got to get the mile run down quite a bit. So maybe pushing that towards the 
further end of the year after getting a couple Spartan races under the belt and more aerobic capacity work, I think I can definitely get there. Um, but yeah, that's the only one that I need to get is the mile run, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So got to make that happen. Yeah. I've got, uh, <clears throat> yeah. On the Ascension levels, I still got that overhead press for to get that gray band, but yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hammer that red. I think I can, I think I can get to red personally. I don't know if, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know if I have the <laughs> commitment level to, to shoot for shoot all the way for black, but, uh, or I think red is doable. So by yeah. the end of the year, I feel like I get, I'll probably be in the same position now. That'd be my prediction is, uh, if I really push it, I can get everything done on the red minus potentially that, that shoulder strength. That seems to be my, my one thing that I really need to focus on that's lagging behind everything else. How's your uh, how's your kettlebell lifts? Are you able to get the kettlebell bare bones? Yeah, yeah, I can do the kettlebell. So that's I feel like that's a weird thing for me. I feel like I have the strength there, but it's just something about having that bar, and it's that first part of the lift at the bottom yep. that I just get stuck. Yep, so. that's the if you can get it. Usually, if you can get a strict press like above your eyes, if you can get it to your forehead usually you can press it out from there but yeah. yeah the hardest part of the lift is definitely coming off the shoulders and like getting it off your shoulders because i mean you're starting from a dead position so um yeah you get that and oftentimes it's interesting if you can get one like oftentimes you can get another rep because you're coming down and you almost get a little bit of a bounce out of the bottom mm -hmm. so you get that stretch shortening uh uh you know, that rubber band effect at the bottom basically. Yeah. So yeah, it exactly. works pretty good, but so, so yeah, aesthetic goals, performance goals. We got producer goals. Yeah. As far as that goes for me, um, we've, we've been able to create a ton of impact this year within the forge father. Um, we're still continuing to grow and, uh, I know you've seen it from a behind the scenes, um, point of view being one of the coaches in the in the group our systems our processes everything just continues to get better um in turn it's you know help guys dial things even dial things in more even uh with with themselves and their results and so looking into this this coming year um i have a goal set of you know another 200 guys like i want to bring another 200 dads into the group and just really help them transform and obviously, you know, do what we're doing, you know, improve in the four roles, you know, as a dad, father or dad, husband, producer, athlete, so they can in turn, you know, create more impact in their lives. And something that really just struck, struck home with me, AJ posted that picture in the group of his brother, his brother, he's not even a part of the group. He's just kind of following what AJ's doing. And he, gosh, how much did he know how much weight he's lost? Like he looks like a completely different person. His I think brother. it said like 60 pounds. Yeah, yeah that's insane. So since September, not even, not even all year since September. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's incredible, man. And, um, you know, we see that kind of impact, you know, being made, but then, you know, our better halves, our wives, uh, I know Kyle was on the, uh, the force father podcast earlier this week. And he was talking about how his wife has made a complete transformation since they're, 
their last kid. She had been struggling, losing that weight. And uh, when we did the 75 hundo challenge a couple months ago, she hopped on board with that and she, she's, she loves it. And so she actually reached out to me and asked if I could send it to her again. So I did, and she's all fired up and she's having a great time with it. And, um, finally got, uh, the female version of, well, it's, it's, we're still coming up with the name. We're still tweaking the name, but my head, one of my head coaches in my gym, uh, she's going to be taking over the, the women's side of this. So she's taking a lot of the frameworks that we use lifestyle design, all that type of stuff. And uh, she's going to get that up and rolling. So create an impact in, in women's lives. So that's, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. I'm looking forward to helping uh, get, getting that going. And yeah, it's really just about creating more impact, you know, helping more people and, um, it's, it's just real fulfilling. So I'm looking forward to, you know, the next year with that. And that wouldn't be possible without, you know, obviously having a great team. So you and Manny, and uh, I'll be bringing in, uh, another coach, LaRon, who's been in my gym for the past year as well, um, to help, help build this thing. So, um, that's another big, big, uh, goal that I have. And then in addition to that is just finally getting the book, getting the book out. I've had the outline of this book and I think I'm just going to call it the forge father, you know, the forge father project. I need to get that out there and I'll just share a lot of the, uh, the frameworks that we do, but more so just kind of share the backstory of, you know, why this was created and, you know, what it's meant to, to be for guys. So I've been talking about that for a while, but now it's like, I got to get it done. It needs to get out awesome. there. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let you proofread it because my, <laughs> uh, my, my English, my English grammar, not good. So I'll need to get a bun bunch of proofreaders for that. So, yeah, no problem, man. Mm -hmm. But yeah, gosh, what are what are some other goals? I think I hit on my top six. So yeah, top fifty masters, Spartan race. Yeah, finish the book, Black Band. I can't really think of much more. You and I think you said before we got started, like you'll you'll still be kind of digging in deeper as we we go into the new year. And that's the thing is. Yeah. Goals are going to change. Outcomes that you desire are going to change as, as life changes. Right. So, but I think the biggest thing that anything, anybody can take away from this is just don't, don't skip out on actually thinking about what it is that you want to accomplish. I mean, if you don't really think about it, you're just going to continue to kind of, you know, wander around aimlessly, wasting a lot of time, no intent, and uh, you're going to look back and wish you had taken a little bit of time and, you know, thought about some specific goals, but then also let people know about those goals. Um, gosh, another, another conversation that I had two days ago, um, this gentleman, he just, he's not in the right mindset to get started. He's just still like, ah, I'm going to wait until, you know, Jan I think January 4th will be a lot better that that first Monday in, in 2021, I think I'll be ready then. I'm like, well, what's preventing you from starting now? Like in his mind, you know, obviously the, the holidays and all this other stuff, but that's been the same story for him for seven years, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you're going to wait until that first Monday in January. Then there's going to be something else. Oh, I got to wait until this is done. And it's going to be like 
you're waiting into February or no, it's it, now's not the, it, it's, it's never the right time. I mean, you just literally just got to go, you know? Yeah. yeah. You need to start now. No better time. No better time than now. No better place than here. Yep. yep. That is spot on, man. So what else, Adam, anything else you want to add, man? No, that's it. I'm going to continue to think like I was telling you before we hopped on this, um, you know, got vacation for the rest of the year, luckily. So I hope I want, I plan to take some time to plan and just stop and think and slow down um, and really think about the year to come um, yep. and do a little reviewing of, of this year, you know, really dig into what got accomplished, mm -hmm. um, what I liked, what I didn't like and how I can get better next year. Yep. That's, that's, that's another big thing, you know, instead of always just looking into the future, you definitely want to take some time to stop, reflect on the past year, or even just the past week, you know, um, yeah. what did you do good? What were the accomplishments? You know, what are some of the lessons that you can take from it so you can build yourself better, you know, going into the future. I think the other thing I'd like to add before we cut things off is, um, and I talked about this a little bit yesterday, you know, when you set these goals, when you set these outcomes, like that's one thing. I mean, it always comes back to, you know, doing the actions required to get yourself to those outcomes. And so I think a common mistake that happens with guys is they set these outcomes, they set these goals, they do all the things that we're talking about and they've been doing it for years, but it's like they set these goals and these, these outcomes that they want to achieve, but then they don't do anything to, you know, achieve them. They don't, they don't focus in on what's most important, and that is being in the moment, taking the actions necessary, and just really being on the pursuit of accomplishing these goals. And if we think about it, the pursuit is really the result. Like being on the journey is and getting the experience of moving towards these outcomes that you want to achieve. Like, like I was saying, when you're running a, a Spartan race. I'll tell you, it, it, it almost feels better being in the race, running the race than after you finish that, the, the race. Cause then you're just like, then you're done. And it's almost like boring, right? It's like, okay, I accomplished that. That was great. But it's like the, the best part of it all was like the pursuit of the finish line. You know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. uh, I think that's real important just to take a moment to really take that in and understand it's, it's, the experiences that we get in life of doing all these things, you know, and that really kind of resonated with me when, and I've heard David Goggins say this multiple times, you know, like David Goggins is constantly doing all these crazy things. And like, you look at his accomplishments and his everything that he's done. It's like, he could just literally just sit back and just say, you know what? I did this. I did that. I'm done. Right. But then like he had literally just waste away at that point. You yeah. know, because it's a part of who he is. He's just he's on the pursuit, constant pursuit. And it's not that he's I'm sure he's not. I mean, he's probably fulfilled and happy. And it's not that he's, you know, not satisfied, but I think he'd be dissatisfied as soon as he stopped, you know. And I think that's the same for all of us. So because if, yeah. if somebody was to tell me. I don't know about you, but I mean, some people out there just they hate training and exercise that much that they would probably stop. But if you were told like, Hey, this is the last workout that you're ever going to have to do. And you're never gonna have to work out again. Cause you'll just 
like after this workout, you'll just, you'll keep the level of fitness and health and strength and everything. And it'll never go away. Like you'll never have to train again. Like, would you continue to exercise and work out? Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I'd be, yeah. I'd be bored. I'd, I'd go yeah. through the day. What do I do now? Yeah. I'd be like so unfulfilled. I'd just be like, Hmm. And it's kind of like, it's interesting when you look at like uber successful, like somebody like uh, Warren Buffett, right? Billions of dollars, probably, he can probably spend millions of dollars every single day and still die with billions of dollars, right? He just doesn't do it, but he continues to like grow his businesses and put forth that effort. Like he literally would not have to get out of bed for the rest of his life. Like everything yeah. is, you know, to that point, right? But that's just why why would you do that like you're you're not fulfilling life at that point you know exactly. so it's interesting yeah. it's interesting when you really start to dig into it like that it's like why are we always on this constant pursuit it's like that's what we we're made for it's like we we're built for that like to push through the resistance and you know that's that's where you grow you you get better and experience right so yeah. but with that being said, we'll go ahead and shut her down. And uh, Adam, thanks so much for coming on, especially on Christmas Eve. Um, I'll let you get back to the family festivities and enjoying enjoying the time with them. And uh, I look forward to everything that's ahead, man. I look forward to seeing you accomplish these these big outcomes, man. Yeah, and uh, yeah, have a merry Christmas, happy New Year. Appreciate you, man. And uh, I'm just thrilled to be a part of this this is it's a great program and this is i've had a great uh almost three years now it's been awesome yep time is flying man time is flying by for sure so i appreciate you man very grateful for you and uh yeah merry christmas to you and uh an amazing new year ahead man oh yeah radio bro enjoy the day you too